1: Hello, this is G.E. Shaw once again. If you've been thinking about learning how to get into a new career, dealing with podcasting, online radio, streaming radio, all the different names out there, you ought to try out my friends at Anchor. That's www.anchor.fm. They, will, they give you the best of everything for podcasting, especially people who just started out. Unlimited free hosting, which means you don't pay for it. One-click distribution. And this one-click distribution gets you to all the major players out there. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, every platform out there. Anchor does all the work. Monetization for podcasts, something new that Anchor has just bought on. If you want your listeners out there listening to you, and they love listening to you, have them make a donation. That's Anchor. And you can record from everywhere. Anchor, www.anchor.fm, check it out, you won't forget it. This is G.E. Shaw, Mixed Radio, see you later. And this is G.E. Shaw, coming to you live tonight from the area of Central Tacoma. And on today's show, we're just gonna talk about a couple of things that's really caught my eye. Uh, one, if anybody follows Empire, the young man on there that's one of the, to me, one of the key stars on there is Juicy or Jussie. Some of it. He's back in the news, and if the facts are correct, he has been charged and arrested for filing a false police report. Now, some of the people out there think it's more of a publicity son, or more of the fact he's just trying to grab as much publicity as he possibly can. But here's the thing about that. If it is a report that's falsified, there's two things wrong with that. And I'm a big fan of this guy. I, I think the guy can act. I think the kid's pretty damn good. Be quite honest. Up and coming, but here's the thing: you are an open closet gay individual who's came out and understands to a certain degree the responsibility he has to that community. So, why would you put yourself and that community in the bad light. That's the problem I have. And that's why I'm thinking right now is the major problem with this because I just think there's something wrong with it. Now, the two alleged individuals that supposedly committed this assault and battery act happen to be his bodyguards or people he know in his inner circle. So, what's really the deal here? Is he a public promoter? What they call, some of them call hungry mongers. Or is it just the guy getting the wrong deal? If you have a question about that, you want to talk about it, just give me a call. Give me a holler. I'm at 253-617-5525. That's 253-617-5525. Or you can text me on the link provided on Facebook. Or you can just go to Facebook, G.E. Shaw, blog and podcast venue and connect there. But, one of the main topics I want to talk about. And we're going to look at some other things. After these promotional breaks, this is G.E. Shaw, and this is Mixar Radio Tonight. I'll be back in five minutes. This is Big Saw Radio tonight. And I have my daughter on here. The Raven. Although she hates me saying the Raven. But she's a very talented poet, writer herself. But she had made a couple comments. Dense. Interesting. And what were your comments? One of the comments she made was now, we do know he's uh, one of the actors on Empire. So, one of her comments, and one of the things I'm looking at, too, is the fact, now, people who follow Empire understands that Mr. Smollett is a good actor. And he's an up-and-coming good actor. But some of the rumors out there right now is the fact that A lot of people know him, but they don't really know him. Like my daughter said. And it might be a way for him to get that publicity and gain some notoriety. But why would you want to do that at the the risk of really bringing the LGBTQ into it? Because it's like saying we don't get enough pub or we don't get enough uh, respect. So... We're going to garner our own respect. But, here's the thing. Why bring people that you hire, that you respect, enough to be your bodyguards, into this, just to gather that type of, garner that type of respect? Because, see, here's to me. It's a two-way sword. Because what you're saying is, I'm an open gay man. But, I don't think I get the respect that I deserve. Now, you can look at this three different ways. You can look at this as here's a black male, gay, and an actor, but don't think he's getting the respect that he deserves. But it goes back to the first question then. What's wrong with this country? That we have to create publicity to get publicity and at the same time ruin our reputation in the process because here's the thing we know as a society we have certain let's face it, sexual taboos that we don't talk about or that we tend to act like we don't know about one of them is being the gay community. I I'm probably, kidding, I'm probably said it the wrong way, but the gay community. Plus, with well, everything else that's going on chaotically in the country, you know, with race, riots, and people fighting, killing each other, blaming each other for all these different things. It, what does it say about us as a country? Because let's face it, I don't care what people say. They say, hey, everything's okay. We go through this all the time. Well, I don't know to what degree we go through this all the time. Because I'm gonna tell you, to me, I think we, socially, our mannerisms, our beliefs, our foundational structure, what we consider to be right and wrong, is right now under fire. And it's not based on me because, hey, I'm just one little guy with my own one little opinion. But look around, folks. You tell me if we are really acting as a superpower should be acting as a stable country. Someone who welcomes everything and all diversities. And respect everything. Because if it was true, why do we go out and seek stuff that we don't need to seek? He's desperate. So you say he's desperate. But desperate for what? Is he desperate for money? He's
0: got money. For the publicity. Publicity
1: half the people that he works with in that
0: show are, like, eight times more famous than him. Okay. I agree with
1: that. So, it's I agree with that. Hold on one second. Hello, Ronnie. How you doing? I am doing fine. Okay, I have my daughter on the line right now, and she's also in the studio. Uh, we are just talking about the... Um, Thing that's going on right now in the news that's really actually uh, garnering some serious news bites now, and that's the uh, young man, black male, Jason J- Jusson, Jesse, Justin, so uh from Empire, um, the guy that was supposedly, allegedly, and I'm gonna say allegedly because we still don't know what's going on, allegedly assaulted by two individuals who we are now finding out might be. His own bodyguards really and later today I'm just looking at this right now it looks like that according to this this is happened at 645 p.m I'm just looking at some of the timelines I'm not going to read them all it's too boring but <laughs> yeah it's too boring to me sorry but <coughs> one of the attorneys for the two brothers implicated in their lead scheme by Empire actor. Has filed a false report to the police department uh-huh. on their behalf saying that they were framed into doing this basically and that this was a setup to garner more publicity. And as far as we know it now, the young man has been arrested now for false, you know, for false reports, false assault. And several other things, which could get pretty serious. And what I was talking about, you know, like I said earlier, is really, what's what's really going on with us? I mean, to the point where it seems like every time I look around, somebody's trying to garner some type of publicity, notoriety. And some of these people are up-and-coming actors or... Get it, no matter what. And now, I understand, like she said, uh, he's on Empire. And he's on it with some mega stars. Some big time superstars. But, I've seen it a couple times. He holds his own. And to me, the kid can act. He's a good, young actor and up and coming actor. So, I don't understand what's going on.
2: Well, I've never seen the show and I don't know anything about him, so I'll take your word for the fact that he's a good actor. I don't know. I don't know any of the details of that situation, so I can't say too much. This is the first time hearing about it. But I'll tell you, it's getting to where people are so motivated for their own agendas anymore that the whole concept of loyalty of trust, all of these things that we should be able to have in people we don't have anymore.
1: Well, my thing is, I don't know whether or not we ever had it in the beginning, but, you know what, It's, it's like this, and I said this once before, and I said it many times before, that our foundation is strong as long as we don't have anything that's biting us. Or that we have done to garner so much other publicity or garner whatever we need that it comes back to bite us. Then we find out what we're really all about. See, my thing is this. I could care less. I really can whether or not the individual is gay or whether or not he's heterosexual or whether or not. If he's a good person, I'm good. I'm cool with that. Do what you want to do. But, here's the thing. Why, and this is not just on him, so let's get that right. I'm not just talking about him, but I have seen now over, well, I'm going to get back to that today, about the, but the, uh, what's his name, the guy in Seattle um, that was accused, uh, the petition guy, the guy that, uh, what's his name? I got to get back with that because they were talking about that today, too. The guy that supposedly did something to get notoriety for himself, uh, he's well known in in the uh, Washington area uh, with all these different petitions he signed for referendums and all that. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. I might have to get back to that in a minute. I don't know if you know who I'm talking about, but that that was out there today on the news locally
2: are you talking about Iman
1: who Iman yeah that's getting I mean the young lady that reports stuff like that is on (laughs) I think Channel 7 she said the same thing I was already thinking I mean if there would be anybody else out there and allegedly walked into Walmart I think it was Walmart
2: yeah, no,
1: I think it was Office Depot. Office Depot. <laughs> he goes in the Office Depot. And for people who are talking about the uh, gay thing, I'll get back to that in a minute. But this is local, so I'm going to talk about it for a minute. He goes to the Office Depot, takes out a 75 $70, well, taxi if they buy a $70 chair, takes it out, out the door. <laughs> <coughs> into his car. But he comes back in paid for, like they said, about $300 with the other stuff. And his defense was that he forgot. And that his mind had been put on, you know, in everything else because of money being sued and all these other things that he got going on, you know, with him. But one of the things she said is one of the things I said. Are you trying to milk this for all it's work? Because if that if that would have be been somebody else and that, that took a chair out the door, there would not have been that much notoriety about it. They would just took the guy to the jail. They might have had a little sound bite. So-and-so tried to take a chair out of Office Depot and said that he forgot about it.
2: So did he pay for the chair?
1: He didn't pay for the chair. Okay. But he no, paid he for $300 the worth of other merchandise, which don't make no sense. You well, paid for... the thing, though,
2: on that. Here's the thing. I saw the video of that. It was on the news. And I could be wrong, because as we all know, you know, I'm mostly blind. I don't see a lot of things. But I saw. it looked to me like he walked through. Okay, you know how these doors, these stores have the inner door and the outer door. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you walk into the store from the outer door and you're walking towards the inner door. And in that area, a lot of times they'll have things set up that are meant to entice you. Like they'll have barbecue grills and things like that. Just sitting there so you can look at them as you're walking into the store. It looked to me like he walked out of the store through the inner door. The chair was in that space between the inner door and the outer door and he reached over and grabbed that chair and headed on out the door with it well it's not like he had this chair and was walking it through the store and gee, just forgot to pay for it it looked to me like this chair was not even physically in the store it was in that section between the inner door and the outer door and there's no way in hell you can grab a chair as you're walking out of the store and say gee i forgot to pay for it
1: Well. What I found out, was, well, your guess is as good as mine. I just know that the guy went in the store a couple times, I like guess, today. And he went in there and, and spent $300 on some supplies, office supplies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And walked out with a chair. And the thing is, whether or not the chair is where you said it was or. Or on an end cap, because let's face it, I've been out to some stores, even Safeway, Walmart, uh, uh, the craft store, Michaels, where there's stuff literally outside the door that you can easily pick up and keep on going, and you're on the honor system, okay? So, with that in mind, people do it all the time. That's not well I, that's not the problem. The problem is how this one issue about a chair, because it's Mr. Emmin, becomes a bigger issue locally, and I heard about it on some other national channels. You know, it's like all of this is not about what he did. It's about the person himself and who he is.
2: You're absolutely right, but that's, that's how this world is, though. So, I mean, anybody who is quote-unquote nobody, if that were to happen to them, you're exactly right. They'd go to jail, that'd be the end of it. But when you have anybody who is any kind of a local celebrity, and they do something stupid like that, because I don't care what he says, I saw the tape, he stole that chair. You know, there was no. Gee, I forgot to pay for it. He stole that chair, but because it was him, and because he's well known, and because he's, you know, has done what he's done all these years with the the political stuff, it became an issue. You're right.
1: You know, and so, you know, it just it just comes back to one thing, and one of the things I've been that I'm actually writing on now. I'm not going to. Uh, giving any publicity to my, what I'm writing about, but, <laughs> but it's one of the things I was, started writing about a couple of days ago, is that we got these mistrust, misconceptions, misbeliefs about some things in this country that we don't talk about, or that we don't, we don't want to talk about. You know, it's like, okay, you can do this, but you can't. You can do this, but you can't. Because you're not in the same upper echelon. Or, I can do whatever I want. And I might go to jail, but you know what? I'm going to get the notoriety that I want because of that. I remember when, what was it? Uh, uh, what's that lady? The, the, the thief that always went. She got my Hillers, um, Harris Pilton, uh, Hilton. Harris Hilton? Harris Hilton. Hilton. She goes in there. All the time. And she's a the man Hey, I go in there. I'm going to steal whatever I want.
0: But, if you think about it, most retail stores, you can steal anything you want. They can't stop you.
1: Well, that's true, though. Most retail stores have this policy where I can follow you around the store. It's I can scare you. Scare you or make you think I'm going to do something. But once you get out the door, I can't touch you. Uh now, see, that's a problem too because they so scared of being sued and legalities and everything because of either the person... I'm not... Hey, I'm African-American, okay, people, so don't jump all over me. But because I'm black or I'm a female or I'm gay or I'm whatever the case may be, stores are scared to do anything or make any legal approach to do anything but yet still let us a, let a, a well-known actor a well-known athlete walk out that door over something that would be petty to the average middle- class person and all hell breaks loose I mean they've been talking about this now uh, since the beginning of this afternoon, early this afternoon, and he's still talking about it. Now, I was watching the news, (laughs) and he's still talking about this man. I was like, I had to think about it for a moment, who Emin was at first. I'm like, oh, I know who this guy is. But, does he really deserve that type of publicity? I mean, really. I just think, we got to a point where we are lost. But we've been lost. We just now, hopefully, come to that conclusion that we are lost. I don't know. That uh, caught my eye this morning when I was looking at this other story. And I'm thinking myself, man, what the hell, man? What What is going on with this country, man? I mean, and don't don't let me get started on Trump right now. Because this is, I, I will talk about him later, in the next, Show I do, because uh, these shows our shows are going through a uh, uh, change, adjustments, and everything. But and I will talk about that later before we leave. But I just think we have came to the point in this society now where we do as we want, we do as we please, we don't give a crap no more unless it's something that offends the status quo and if it's somebody that's don't have don't have a whole lot I feel sorry for them because they're gonna get thrown in jail and not and not talked about no more the problem with a lot of these individuals that get out of prison or jail or don't never go is because of their notoriety so big and so popular they get the best of the best no matter what So, and they don't want all the news, they don't want all that publicity pounded down on them. I just think it's kind of crazy. And then watching this young man, I'm like... He wants the publicity. He, hey, look. I don't, okay, maybe he do want that publicity but here's the problem. You are also bringing the bad taboos and stuff on the community that you're supposed to be supporting.
0: Well, yeah, but... 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 What if there's a deeper meaning? This might be a little bit far-fetched, but... The two bodyguards, okay? What if he was promised... They were promised money or something. He didn't deliver. They lie. Go to a jury. Get him arrested. When he probably did actually get attacked. Well, that's...
1: That was the first thing that came to my mind anyway. But... Is that what you see in a lot of major... Oh, yeah. With a lot of actors out there? Don't you see that always coming up?
0: But normally the actors is the one that wins. Well, so I'm just like,
1: you was, uh, Ronnie, you were talking about somebody a little while back. How there's a double standard. And I forgot the person you were talking about. But you were talking about somebody where there was a double standard being played out. And you didn't think it was fair. And I forgot what, personally what you were talking about, but what's really to me becoming more blatant is how these double standards are really starting to come out of the closet, for lack of another word, uh, coming out to the point where, hey, I'm going to do what I want to do because I'm so-and-so. Well,
2: that's kind of always been how it is, though. I mean, going back to the dawn of entertainment time, celebrities have always pretty much done what they wanted to do and said, you know, I'm so-and-so, deal with it. But I have a quick question for you. This kid from the, what was that, Empire? Is that the name of the show?
1: Oh. Uh, yeah.
2: Uh, I've never watched it, but is is that actor gay?
1: Yeah, he's gay.
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you might want to watch a couple episodes, I don't know if it's your type of thing or not, but it's a pretty good show, Empire. It's whole it has a serious all star cast on there. Yeah. That's for sure. And my whole thing about that wasn't about him per se. It's about the fact that you now this is my opinion, so I don't know. You might see it differently. And you probably do. But I've always supported people of color, people of women's rights, uh, minorities, no matter who they are. I had tried to respect everybody's point, even the gay community. But here's the thing. There's enough stuff out there being there being abused, being attacked. Why would you want to bring this out into the open? And then finally as you lie, do you? look, I know how it is if, you know, being an African American, okay? And I try my best not to bring anything bad on me or to my family or to my community. I don't want the publicity. Not like that, okay? But, We do it all the time. I just don't understand. You get pissed off when it happens. But you're happy when the ramifications behind it winds up being good for you. But you don't think about what's it doing to the community or to who you represent or anything else. That's the part I have problems with. Why? Why be that stupid? Are we just to a point where we just... Uh, you talked about it. Uh, it's been going on. And it's always been going on. True. It's been going on. But it just seemed like to me, we are climbing to the apex of issues that's going to blow up like a volcano. And the lava is going to be coming down on everybody.
2: Well, was,
1: were they saying that this what, this kid was a hate crime? Uh, yeah, it was portrayed that way because of the fact that he's gay right. and he was supposedly assaulted and beat up badly. So, I mean, how other way are you going to look at it? I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, if I have to be walking down the street and get jumped on by three... Caucasian individuals I'ma think uh, it was a hate crime. I mean yeah. if you if you got jumped on by uh minorities, I'ma think it's a hate crime. I mean I can't see it being where all my friends just got mad at me and they just felt like beating the hell out of me. <laughs> no, I
2: would have to agree with
1: you on that. Okay, uh and that's the problem right now. We're looking at this as if, okay, uh, Junior got hurt, okay, Junior got this. See, I'm always now to a point where when I see things like that happen, I'm very cautious to make judgment until I find out what all was going on and what all was done, because once you start pointing fingers, there's no way of coming back from that, okay, once you start pointing fingers, and that's uh, what a lot of these riots wind up uh, turning into. These race riots, oh, I forgot, they're not race riots. They are disturbances, my bad, yeah. my bad. No, they're just disturbances. So when a woman gets polarized or a guy gets accused of uh, sexual assault or harassment, even though it was the female on the guy type of domestic violence, Oh my bad. It was just a little disturbance. It didn't really happen. They didn't really mean it. Oh, but ten years down the line, oh, I meant it now because there's a law. There's a case suit going against me. You know, one of those big law uh, case action suits against me. Oh, I oh I, I mean it now. Yeah, I was hurt badly. I mean, I mean seriously, people. When are we gonna wake up? You know, we we talk about being a collectivist type society, believing in helping each other. But let's let's get real, okay? We are an individualistic society that looks out for ourselves most of the time. Certain cultures do things differently, and in that regard, I applaud you because that's true. But let's get real. We. Or for ourselves, and I'm not saying everybody is, okay, but we created this for facade that we are a society that just loves helping people all the time, singing kumbaya and walking down the street together, locking arms, okay? That is not going to happen, okay? We ain't that type of society. Now, we might have been... At Hell, I'm I not even going to get into that right now because that would take the rest of this show, the next three shows, hell, probably the next three weeks to uh, go on with this discussion. I just <clears throat> got into this only because of the fact I read this and I saw this and I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> okay. I know who... The, you know, here's the thing. I knew this young man because I watched, like I said, a couple times of Empire. I'm not really a big follower of Empire, but I have seen so I know who he is. I know he's openly a gay individual. But if I wouldn't watch Empire, I probably wouldn't know him. Okay? But, uh, but outside of that, the guy is a good actor. He could go some places, but it goes back... Are you... Putting your people that you hired uh, under your employment, basically. He, they his bodyguards. They hired, he hired them. His families are being ridiculed because of all this. So it's not just, it's not impacting just him. It's impacting the individuals that supposedly assaulted him and beat him up. Uh, and from what, what I understood, the guy was beat up bad enough where he went to the hospital So, So, did
2: he supposedly do this, uh, hire his bodyguards to do this to him uh, as a way to bring awareness to gay bashing? Is that what supposedly happened? That's
1: what he said he was doing it for. And if he was doing it for that, that's a wrong way to do it. I understand why or why he might have done that. But no, there is no way whatsoever you put yourself in debt. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now, I might not like you, or might not like some of the people that you hang out with, but I ain't gonna sit there and tell you, please, Ronnie, bring your friends and I want you to beat the living hell out of me. Beat me to the point where I can't get back up again. And then (laughs) and then uh we'll think about how we're gonna get how you gonna pay me for all this. uh, Come on now. You have to be a freaking Psychopath. Like, you, ain't soci- you ain't a sociopath. You're a psychopath. Because you saying, do me bodily harm. Seriously, hurt me. I would have to think something's wrong with, first of all, the person who said that, and then the person who's willing to do it.
2: Yeah. I would have to agree. So, if he, if he was really trying to bring awareness to gay bashing, I think that there are enough people out there, and it's easy to find them, who have been, um, whether they were harassed, whether they were physically beaten, whether they were, you know, something worse happened to them. There are enough people out there who this actually happened to and would be more than willing to tell their stories. You don't need to manufacture some sort of situation so that you can have it to say, oh, look.
1: This is what gay bashing does. You're right. That is absolutely the wrong way to do it. Yeah, because here's, I'm going to read an excerpt from the report. And it states in here Smaller Edge has repeated, stood by his account that the black and gay actor told the police that two masked men attacked him early on on January 29th and hurled racist, homophobic slurs at him further it came out to say that the um, the police officials says Empire actor is now now this is like what four hours later that he is now being considered a sp a suspect my mom mistake a suspect for filing a false police report and that the detectives are presenting the case Against him now, when you go in front of a grand jury, <laughs> uh, it went from just simple um, miscellaneous type um, negligence. Now you talk about going for a grand jury. I mean, okay. I don't get it. I really don't get it. It says no. that he, the two masked men, while walking home from a sub now. This i the part, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, make light of this, but he was walking home, these two men were walking home, masked men walking home from a Subway sandwich shop at 2 o'clock a.m. on January 29th. He says they beat him, hurled racist slurs and homophobic insults at him, and looped a rope around his neck before fleeing. Now, you're not just exciting some issues here, okay? Because you're not just bringing in the gay community this. Alright? I'm going to tell you right now, I, I don't know one individual out there, African American, that don't see putting a rope around somebody's neck. I would be pissed. Okay? <laughs> and, I, and, look, I try to be fair, but I'm going to tell you, that that has a serious sore spot for me, okay? That makes me think of all the stuff that has we have endured as a people. I'm not just saying me, but as a country. And you talk, I mean, come on now, seriously? You had to throw the rope into this, and here's the kicker. The police couldn't find the surveillance video of the attack. (laughs) That the video surveillance happened to disappear. It was there and now it's gone. Oh, I know what happened. We had a a spy inside of Subway and some of the other places and they went in and grabbed it before the police got there. So it was a conspiracy theory. I mean, and if I'm not mistaken, this is now the what's the third, fourth case that has come up in the last three or four weeks dealing with some type of racist, discriminatory, discriminatory or prejudicial act. So that's why I asked the same question. That I asked earlier at the start of the show. What the hell's going on with this country that's supposed to be great? I mean I do not know what to say to that. What the you know it used to be when you talk about this country man, you talked about like hey don't get me wrong. Hey I don't have I don't have a problem being an American in this country. Alright? It's a lot of worst place I could be. I'm not saying that. But it used to be a time when, when you talked about America, boy, and the people looking at America, either they looked at America with, you know, scared to death, shaking in their boots because America does things the right way. Or they're, it's all their animosity toward America because we do things the right way for all ethnicities, race, color customs, whatever the case may be. Right. Okay? Now, <laughs> we ain't got that type of uh, chips in the bank right now. Now, we might kill ourselves think we got those type of chips. Yeah, we might be... The inner part of, of this country and the structure of this country might be strong, okay? You know, let's face it. You got money to big political interest groups the big power backers, the old money. Oh, yeah. And if you look at it from that way, yeah, we looking good. we looking strong. But really, are we? Really, are we? Because <laughs> we don't want to admit it, but this country was built on the working class people, the middle class, the lower class people. And somehow we forgot that. No, we didn't forget it. Somehow we chose to forget it. Yeah, that's more accurate. You know, so... uh, I don't know. That's just me. Um, I was going to talk about... I wanted to get into Mr. Trump, but that's going to take three shows to get into. Hell it might even take five. Sorry people, but they you know, the little minor curse words. But uh uh he's got me up war again too because <laughs> he wants to de- he wants to declare a state of emergency. I'm like <laughs> really okay, In the I, you know, I'm a little bit of a history, but I'm not going to say I'm the best at it, but in the years I've been on this planet and was able to intellectually assimilate myself to understand what's wrong and what's right, I ain't never seen a commander-in-chief use a state of emergency for a freaking war. I understand I mean, about the wall. I know a lot of people up there really believe in that wall and all that. But, the missile crisis, the Cuban Missile Crisis, that was a big time state of emergency, okay? We were about ready to get ourselves blown up to smithereens. There wasn't going to be no coming back. Okay? Uh, Hiroshima, that was something like, hey, we were not coming back from that. You get hit, guess what? Bye-bye. I won't see you no more. I might see you in the afterlife, but we ain't coming back. This ain't like on TV where I go out, get killed, and I come back as a zombie or come back, hey, I'm back. No. You're talking about a state of emergency for a wall.
2: I think there's different types of emergencies, though. I mean, if my washing machine breaks and my my area is flooded, my kitchen is flooded, yeah, that's an emergency, absolutely. But if I find out that, you know, they're going to be raising my rent and I know that my income won't cover their raising my rent, that's a different kind of emergency, but it's still an emergency. I, I I think there's different types of emergencies, and I think what you were talking about with the Cuban Missile Crisis and all of that, that's the, this is an immediate, on-the-spot thing we have to be worried about. I think the wall is more like my rent getting raised. It's something that we do need to be concerned about, it, and I'm talking about from what he's saying. I think it's, it's his, his opinion on that is this is something we do need to be concerned about. It's something that needs to be handled before it gets out of hand, is how I see it, anyhow, that he's trying to say.
1: Well, that would be something we can debate at a future time, because I think he's a lunatic, okay?
2: Well, I'm not disagreeing with you. I I mean, he's absolutely a lunatic, but I do think that some of the things that he is trying to do, I mean, you know I'm in favor of the wall. I'm not going to deny that, but I think some of the things that he's trying to do, there is some legitimacy to them.
1: Yep, yeah. I get you that. I understand that. I... And
2: I also wonder, quite honestly, I have to wonder if Obama had said, let's make this a state of emergency and build a wall, I wonder how many people would be suing him. Well... I think a lot of what's going on is because it's <clears throat> Trump. I think if it was any other president... People might be standing behind him, but because it's Trump and because Trump is an idiot, you know, people are okay. going the other way with you it. You justify him okay looking at the fact that it's Trump and just start looking at the situation.
1: Well, okay, I'll give you that. But I, outside of Obama I would I I could make a statement based on okay. I could make a statement based on one of the presidents I wasn't crazy about, but he was a hell of a lot better than Trump. And that we always talked about. When we talk about a president being an actor, okay? And you know where I'm going with Right, Reagan. Reagan. Okay. Ronald Reagan did some weird things for his his friends, okay? I'm not going to get into it, but for his friends. But, Ronald Reagan, even in his time of crisis, ain't never talked with the lunacy that he has. See, part of the problem with me, I guess, with Trump is the fact he don't show no regard for remorse. There is no remorse in this man. It's like, he has no understanding of... Well, I don't... Alright, let me put it another way. He doesn't... I was going to say he don't understand remorse. No, he understands it. Uh, let me rephrase that. He shows a lack of human dignity and remorse for people. It's like... As long... as where a lot of people are, though. It's not just him. that, But it's people like him in his inner circle, if... If it ain't bothering me, ain't impacting me, I don't see nothing wrong with it.
2: Well, I think remorse is something that you feel when you know you screwed up and you did something wrong. And again, I'm not defending Trump. I'm not. I just think that maybe when you say he doesn't feel remorse, maybe that's because he doesn't think he did anything wrong. And I'm not saying he didn't do something wrong. I'm saying he didn't think he did something wrong. Therefore, he does not feel remorse. I mean, if somebody came to me and said, Ronnie, you know, this was wrong, and I'm looking at whatever that is, and in my heart, I don't believe it was wrong. I wouldn't feel remorse for it. And I think that's kind of where he's at. I don't think he thinks he does anything wrong. That's, that's kind of what all of this comes down to. with Trump is, I think he truly, I think he's had people around him kissing his ass and saying, yes, sir, yes, sir, for so long that he truly believes that anything he does is right. Even if it's not by our standards, it's the wrong thing to do. I don't think he looks at it that way. I think he sees it as because it came from him and he can do no wrong. Therefore, if he says we need to do this, then that makes it the right thing to do even
1: if it's not. So therefore, no, he wouldn't feel remorse because he doesn't think he did anything wrong. Well, I will say this. If we find a way, okay, let me rephrase it. I'm not going to put me in, this, in the wee part. If they find a way in 2020, the next election year, and he somehow manages to be reelected. And then I'm tell you right now, I'm not one percent sure he can't get reelected again. I am this is what? February the twentieth. It's eight twenty four PM. You can take this and you can mark it down. I'm heading <laughs> out of this country. I'm going to plead to let me in somewhere else. Because I'm not staying here. He ain't going to, I'm not going to, my last dying brother ain't going to be with him saying, hey, bring it on. No, uh uh-uh, no way.
2: You know, it's it's funny how many people said that last time and 90% of them are still here. It's easy to say, I'm going to pack my bags and leave this country. But yet, hardly anybody actually
1: doesn't. Believe me. If I have the means, I'm gone. Okay, but you correct on that because half the people don't have the means to do it. But <laughs> um, let me just uh, end this. Let me come back in a few minutes after I've calmed down and give you my final closing moments and speech, and let you know what's going on tomorrow. Let you know what's going on with this show and where we hope to go. This is G.E. Shaw, and this is mix Radio, and we're just having a good old time tonight. I will be back. This is Mix Radio tonight. And we're back. And you just got through listening to interview with Lex Norwood. Hello there, Lex. Love the song. Um Don't forget tomorrow night to come back and chill out and listen to Ronnie and Friends. It'll be on tomorrow 7:30. And I'm told that Mr. Forrest will be back. This will be part two of a conversation that we had with him hmm, a few weeks ago. It was interesting.
2: It absolutely was. So we're going be... to be talking with Forrest about uh, about his book, what motivated him, um, what he's working for his writing, and we're also going to be discussing some indie books that we have read, so it'll be kind of fun to hear his books, my books, what we've read, what we like, what we don't like, (laughs) Um, so that'll be fun, so tune in, it's going to be a great show, Forrest is an amazing interview, and I think you will really enjoy listening to him.
1: And... Also, we will be changing our late-night formats. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to be doing it this week or not. Got to sit down and talk to my people. Uh, My people being me, me, Ronnie, and a couple of texts that I use. But uh, we're thinking about going late-night earlier. But changing the format where we want to host every Friday night instead of a general of all types of music, which we're gonna still do. Uh, Friday nights is gonna be a women's night. I haven't figured out the title for it yet. Probably sit down talking with the uh, with the crew afterwards. But we're gonna have a women's night. Just nothing but the best. Uh, Music from the indie world with women. And we're going to have a night dedicated to the males. And we're introducing, used to have it on Sunday, but we're bringing it to the weekdays. Um, we're going to have a gospel hour. Plus, there's going to be a couple of shows that we're going to talk about. Just like we do with Riley and her friends. Uh, with the books and reading in the indie world, we're going to talk about some of the musicians, songwriters out there. Even people with it, that's from the world of uh, spoken words. Um, that's what we're going to look forward to, and it's coming soon. Plus, we're going to be looking at venues and locations for our next shows. Because we are planning on going out and about. So, that's coming up. Don't know when yet, but we are going to be working on it. You got anything to say, Ronnie?
2: That will be a lot of fun. To
1: you yep, so that's what the plans are. So, I'll be sitting there talking with you about that and uh, maybe doing a couple of shows up, out there in your neck of the woods. Cool. Um... Right now, I'm doing some other things right now, looking at some other things. Um, one of the next topics we're going to be talking about, though, is going to be about, uh, actually, a topic on me. <laughs> yeah, um, um, it seems that I had a lot of views and hits. On the Valentine's uh, video I put out there, uh-huh. and a lot of people are actually asking whether or not I'm willing to do more of those. You know, like musicians, right? Do they, mus- you know, do they shows? They like the spoken word and the free verse type of uh, venue that I presented. So I'm looking at doing that. Also, I want to talk about a certain topic that's kind of puzzling to me, and maybe you can talk with Forrest about it you can talk about it with some of your friends next time around. It's the fact that I don't think people like to read no more or like to see when I read or write, I like to go to another world that's my way out but it seems like to pe it seems like to me individuals are finding themselves more enticed with all these fancy videos, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. Because videos tell a lot of stories. Videos can tell things that you can't just get across with words. But, I also hear people saying they just don't want to read. It's not, they just don't like reading. So, is it our responsibility as writers, authors, poets, whatever, to make them To entice them, to bring them back into a world where reading is great, or is it something they need to do for themselves? I want to talk about that one on one of the future shows. So, we got some things we need to talk about. Yep. So, what do you think about that? I
2: think that's (laughs) definitely an interesting conversation. Uh, because I think you're right. A lot of people are not reading as much as they used to, especially our kids. Um, they're, everybody's just all up in this age of technology now, the cell phones and being online. And I think reading is boring to a lot of these kids now. I mean, when I was a kid, it was pretty much all we had, you know?
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, when we were kids, young youngsters uh. We only had the localized telephone in your house. Yep. You know, there was no Snapchat, no uh, Twitter. 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 (laughs) No Instagram, no all these other little gadgets out there. (laughs) Excuse me. So, these are things we're going to be looking at in the upcoming months. So... Outside of that, I will bid you adieu. This is GE Shaw, Mixar Radio Tonight. I'm closing out with Janice Dempsey. Let's dance. And I wanna dance. the day.